Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. As usual, I have waited to the last minute, so charge it to my head, not to my heart. And I am trying to get all of these different electrical, electronical things going on where I am trying to get ready for the show. So if you are trying to log in on Zoom, give me one minute as I'm trying to set this thing up. Looks like I'm making some baboons, but that's okay. So um, again, I want to thank you for joining me here today. Today's show, as I always say, is going to be an interesting show But I first want to thank my Heavenly Father for blessing me this morning, for waking me up and giving me the activities of my limbs. I know that there is so much going on in the world today, which is kind of what sparked this show as we're going to be talking about complex emotions. Now, when we talk about complex emotions, emotional expressions are behaviors that communicate an emotional state or an attitude. That means we got an attitude about a lot of different things. And it is very important that one express their emotions in order to convey one's true feelings and to be open and honest about how matters relate to them that are important to them. Now, however, it appears that many individuals are either afraid to express their emotions because they feel that once they get started, they may not be able to stop. Now, I've indicated that I myself, I am a licensed marriage and family therapist, as well as the owner of the Center for the Treatment of Addiction and J.A. Precious, which is an outpatient counseling center. Now, when we start talking about emotions, a lot of times individuals will start getting into their feelings, and they don't, they find it difficult to in regards to how their feelings, thoughts, behaviors all go hand in hand. Now, if you want to call in on the show, you can give me a call at 516-387-1914. If you're on Facebook, you can click on the link. So I'm hoping to get some phone calls so I can start logging into Zoom because I'm trying to talk and look at all these different gadgets all at the same time. And it's my fault for procrastinating and it's hot up in this room. Hey, Stephanie, how you doing? You need to call in, Stephanie, or log into Zoom because I want to hear your input. So let me log into Zoom because that is my fault. I waited till the last minute. Okay, so when we start talking about these emotions, a lot of times individuals get caught up and they'll say, Okay, Jeanette, why is it that there are some emotions that is easy to express, but yet others can be quite difficult? And we start talking about the ones that is easy to express. I always tell my clients, you know, it's so easy to express anger. It's so easy to let people know when you are angry. But the problem is, what about expressing joy? Or, you know, any other type of, uh, I'm trying to do this stuff. Um, What about expressing joy? Or what about if you have some other emotions that you have that you want to express? Why is it, why is that not complicated? 
And that's for a lot of different reasons. I got it on. I got it on. Okay, let me log this on. And, okay, I'm trying to get this done. Press and record. Okay. So, I got it done. So, again, if you want to be a part of the Zoom chat, as we're going to be talking about this, Give me a call. You can log on to the Zoom. Let me find the number because it is on the Facebook. I put it on there, and now I don't know what the heck I'll do with it. So you can either click on the link or you can call in if you want that information. And like I said, I would gladly put that on because I do want individuals to know what's going on. There have been people that have been saying, Jeanette, we want to see the show as well as hear the show. Now, I posted on Facebook, and I was talking about with all the stuff that's going on, and people are having some emotional reactions as it relates to the president stating that he had COVID. Um, when we start talking about um, different things that's going on, even with our election, when we're talking about our kids going back to school or how we feel about that, whether it's dealing with relational issues, there are so many different things going on to where people are having a lot of different emotional responses and emotional reactions to a lot of different things. And like I said, when we start talking about these emotions, it's too much. I was watching the news today. As I was watching the news, I was seeing that, I guess, because um, I'm towards the Pluto or Polo, whatever it is, it seems like all of their news information is more driven towards Trump because I noticed that it was very biased. And the one thing I want to say about this show is this show is in no way designed to be biased. I want to hear everybody's comments. I want to hear what people have to say. So there's no red, there's no blue, there's no any of that. I just want to make sure that we're being fair, we're being respectful as it relates to some of the things that people want to share. Because like I said, we're getting way too much news out there. And with, even with that news. So when we start talking about complex emotions, there's a lot of emotions that individuals may not even know. And I want to talk about some of these things, whether it's relating to anger, frustration, love and joy, grief, regret, jealousy. And those are some things that people can just try to, when they're talking about some emotions. But when we start talking about these emotions and the basic emotions in regards to sadness, anger, fear, and disgust, that is some of the things that in the emotions that many people are feeling and experiencing. But yet, sometimes they find it difficult to express these things. It can be done by facial expression, body language, tone of voice. And it's interesting because one of the things that I found when I was putting this show together is one of the strongest emotions that most individuals have difficulties with is fear. There are individuals that are afraid of a lot of different things. As a therapist, I'm receiving phone calls from individuals that are afraid of the way the world is going. And I'm just like, as a therapist, what do you want me to do? I don't know what you want me to say, what you want me to do, because I'm not going to lie. But a lot of individuals are dealing with fear. And because they're dealing with fear, they're having a difficult time because they feel that there's no hope. They don't know what to expect. 
They don't know what life has in store or life has to offer them. And that is, I, I truly get it. I truly understand. Now, not only with dealing with fear, <clears throat> embarrassment is another one. A lot of times individuals are having difficulties because they're feeling embarrassed. Embarrassed by some of the things that they've done, some of the things that they've said, and embarrassed about why they feel the way they feel about certain things. So I'm about to go off of Facebook Live because I'm holding this phone. I've got some information that I need to get to. And Stephanie, I want to thank you for watching, Stephanie, but I do want you to call in. Again, if you want to call in to join me on the show, give me a call, 516-387-1914. And like I indicated earlier, if you want to log in on Zoom, because I will be up loading the show onto YouTube as individuals have indicated that they wanted to see the show. The Zoom ID is 712164219319 and the password is 5J capital C small U small C small Z. I want to hear your thoughts. Give me a call. Log on to Zoom so I won't be here by myself as we're going to be talking about complex emotions because I create this platform for individuals to say what they want to say, express what they're feeling, and put it out there for the world to hear so you won't have to hold these things in because when you hold in your feelings or emotions, it will come out as something else. Now, we got a caller. Let me log on. Hi, this is Jeanette. Welcome to Purchase Predicaments, number ending in 09. How are you doing? I'm great. Okay, thank you for calling in. I appreciate you. Now, when we start talking about complex emotions, what what are your, some of your thoughts when we start talking about emotions? Because we say that some people are emotional or way emotional, much more emotional than others. We think that some people lack emotions or lack empathy. What is your take as it relates to this conversation? Uh-huh. Michelle, I know it's you. What is your yeah. take on this? Because I know at times you can be very emotional. But I also know that sometimes individuals, especially in times like this, individuals are scared. And I talked about fear being a very strong emotion. I also know, and it has been said because of COVID, that domestic violence has increased in regards to intimate partner relationships. The use of drugs and alcohol have increased drastically because individuals are bored. And a lot of times they don't realize that boredom is an emotion, too that sometimes when people are feeling bored, they do things that they normally wouldn't do. So my question to you is, what do you want to say as it relates to this topic? Oh, man. <laughs> well, um, you're the first caller, so that I want to thank you for that. So uh, what is your thought when we talk about complex emotions? Because sometimes emotions I know are very complex or difficult for you to express until you started get going with how you're feeling about things. So I'm going to ask you the question. What was your take when you heard about the president having COVID? I was surprised. You were surprised. 
And what was it that yeah. surprised you? What was it that surprised you by the fact that he had been diagnosed? Nothing really. The, my mom just told me about it the other day. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, surprised, but but I didn't okay. care because, <laughs> like, you should be following you said I was surprised, but I didn't care. Huh? No, you said I was surprised, but I didn't care. So why did you not care? Oh, you put me on the spot. No, I just want you to be honest. And the reason of, the reason I want you to be honest is because a lot of individuals are having mixed emotions. When I go through social media and I'm looking at Twitter and I'm looking at my um. Not only just not, not Instagram, but when I'm looking at Twitter, when I'm looking at Facebook, and I'm looking at LinkedIn, I'm seeing a lot of negative things. I'm seeing some positive things. I'm seeing that some people just don't care. I'm seeing that individuals were upset with the fact that they felt that he was mocking COVID. Um, a lot of individuals are feeling some kind of way. And that was another reason why I wanted to talk about this. You know, not only just with the president with COVID, but I know that there are some individuals whose family members have died from COVID. And so we need to start taking things more seriously with a lot of individuals are having mixed emotions. I woke up this morning and I was struggling with this topic, but then I was listening to the news and they said that in L.A., crime has increased. People are getting robbed. They're getting beat. They get murdered. They said that someone literally shot a homeless man because the homeless man said something about either praying for the man or said something uh, biblical, and the man shot him. I'm just like, are you serious? So, I mean, so we can't say, you know, why Why are individuals even acting out like this? Is it, are they acting out based on their emotions? Are they acting out because they just think they can get away with it? So there's a lot going on. You know, um, kids going back to school, is he listening another emotion? Some individuals are concerned about that. They have an emotional response to that. Protesting, people are not just protesting because they want to be walking up and down the street. They protesting because they feel some strongly or feel some way about some things. So, like I said, yeah. that's why I wanted to talk about this, because that is emotional. That touched people's hearts. The unemployment rate, people are losing their jobs. When I was looking at the fact that, you know, they were talking about some of these airline individuals are being laid off or going to lose their job. And now the movie theaters are talking about Regal Center, Regal movie theaters talking about shutting down. I was like, ooh, you know, people are going to be upset about that. So these are just some of the emotions that people are experiencing. And as a therapist, what I'm interested in doing is making sure that people are knowing how to express their emotions in an appropriate way. Because you know yeah. that you, I can direct you in a heartbeat. <laughs> when, when you write you got trouble, I, I will redirect you. Uh, yeah. And see, and even with you, when you start talking about your daughter, you become very emotional. And your emotions then become very complex. So I'm going to ask you, what's going on with your daughter now? Oh, jeez. Well, <laughs> you really want to know? I asked you. 
she would rather stay at Bill's. She would rather, instead of being here, because Bill works until 7 o'clock at night, and Mm -hmm. she gets away with, like, a lot of stuff, like sex and everything else, like Mm -hmm. that. Like, it's, you know. So what you're telling me is, as a parent, you're finding that your daughter is finding it that she, or indicating that she would rather stay with her father due to lack of supervision, and because of the lack of supervision, she don't want to be where with you, even though you have fought tooth and nail trying to make sure that you was able to either um, notify the courts or do what you had to do in order for your child to be there with you. So is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, I, I have court on November 20th, but, like, Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. Okay. I don't know. I don't want to. Okay. I don't want to. I don't want my husband. My husband doesn't know anything about it. He Got thinks you. that she's like. Okay. I don't well, know. How, let me let it? me say this because I don't want you to put all your business in the street. I don't. I don't need to. I don't need to do all of that. But by that same token, there are some emotional response that you have to that. Now, when I want, we're talking about emotions, and like I said, I'm holding all these gadgets all in my hands. So, like I said, if you want to join me on Zoom, I you got to just click on the link, and you can also be a part of the Zoom panel that we're supposed to be having as we're going to be talking about this. If not, you can call in on the show at five one six. Because I have designed a platform for individuals to be able to speak about some things that are bothering them. You could talk to a professional therapist or who's ever on the line with us, and we can share, we can talk, we can whatever you want to do as long as we're being respectful. Okay? Now, when we start talking about emotions, and there are five main emotions that I had indicated earlier. Now, when they summarize those basic emotions or those five emotions, they say joy, fear, sadness, disgust, and anger. Now, when individuals are angry, we know that they're angry. We can tell by their facial expressions, their body language, and anger is something that is very visible and most acceptable because individuals know it when they see it. But when we start talking about these different things, and especially anger, and then, like I said, we find out with fear, they can go hand-in-hand as well as frustration. A lot of times, Michelle, individuals don't know what to do because they said that they become very passionate. I spoke a little bit about domestic violence when we're talking about intimate partner relationships. So there's just so much stuff going on. And even with fear and even talking about the strongest. And did you know, Michelle, that anger is even more powerful than love? When we start talking about love, and um, how we love someone, and a lot of times individuals think that they can love and be angry at the same time, and sometimes it becomes very difficult. What is your take yeah. on that, Michelle? Um, and, mm-hmm. Go ahead. And I want to say with anger being a strong emotion is that we can be deeply in love with someone, but when we get into an argument, or when something happens, love fly right on out the window, and we become consumed with anger. 
And when we're overcome with anger, all thoughts of love, peace, and well-being seem to just vanish. It kind of reminded me of that song, Love Don't Live Here Anymore. You know, I want to say also, a lot of songwriters, a lot of singers have made songs about, you know, how they feel, things that's um, happening to them in their relationships. And a lot of things become very emotional. When I was growing up, I used to love listening to the blues. Because even though B.B. King had something to say, he meant, and you could feel what was going on when he was singing his songs, even with the kids and all the other men. So, Michelle, let's talk about some of these emotions and emotional response. Because, like I said, we know that there's, um, you know, different types of emotions, the basic emotions. But I want to go deeper into some of the things and how we can tie how some how people the way they feel, the way they think, and the way they act. Uh, I'm, gonna ask, I'm gonna ask you, Michelle, because again, you're the only one online. How has your emotions ever got you in trouble, or do you think that your emotions ever played a part in you getting in trouble? A lot. Um, yes. What do you mean by that? Drugs. Drugs. Okay. So my when mom, you say my mom, my mom found out, and she caught me twice trying to do drugs and stuff, and she locked up the whole house, and she wouldn't let me leave. Mhm. So when you say that the drugs have gotten you in trouble and part of, so are you saying that part of your drug use was related to emotion or things that you were feeling or experienced or going through? Yeah. Okay. All right. You know, thank you for sharing that, Michelle, because a lot of times individuals don't realize that. And you know that I do own an outpatient counseling center which is called the Center for the Treatment of Addiction in Orange County. And any many individuals that struggle with drugs and alcohol use kind of may not see sometimes the emotions or how emotions play a role, as well as trauma, as well as, like I said, boredom, a lot, a lot of different things. But when I always tell individuals, when you get clean and sober, you still go feel. Now, the drugs may numb you temporarily, but you got to get back to being in touch with your emotions and learning how to express them emotion appropriately. Now, Michelle, I want to say something in regards to when I'm talking about complex emotions, and I can tie this into COVID, is the grief. A lot of individuals are experiencing grief. A lot of individuals are experiencing the death of a loved one, the loss of a job, the loss of doing things that they was normally doing in regards to their day-to-day activities, and many individuals are struggling with that. How has this with COVID affected your life in regards to grief? Um, well, you can't really, you can't go to the store or anything and you can, but, um, like, you have to wear a mask, and everything's changing ever since the COVID. You know, you have to change everything, and 
you know, I, I don't. I have a question for you. Not to cut you off because you're talking slow. You know, it drives me crazy when you talk slow. But wearing a mask, does wearing a mask bother you? Are you finding it difficult to go yeah. out with a mask? Yeah. Yeah, because when I have the mask on, it it it's hard for me to breathe. Okay. All right. So what are you doing to make sure that you are, one, protecting yourself, two, making sure that others are being protected? Because, like I said, we see now COVID has not went nowhere. So a lot of individuals have made it this big deal of it being, um, you know, my First Amendment, I have a right to do this, I have a right to do that. But by that same token, if that's the case, you might want to either stay at home, stay indoors, be around people you know, because especially if you have pre-existing conditions or you may be more at risk, because I know I'm at risk. And by me being at risk, I don't care to wear a mask. I, I find it don't be that very cute. I don't even like a feedback machine, but I want to be able to breathe. So sometimes we have to do things that we may not like to do to make feel a little bit uncomfortable in order for us to live. Because we're seeing that individuals that are going out without their mask, individuals that are having these big old parties and doing these things and being defiant and disobedient, we see, we are seeing what's happening. And, yes, it does relate to grief because individuals are talking about grief. you got what's called, the, they go through different stages, denial, bargaining, anger, acceptance, guilt, and then comes the hope. And that's part of the grief process. So when you say you can't breathe, what are you doing in the meantime just to make sure that you're being safe? I wear the mask anyways. Okay. All right. That's a good thing to do because we don't want to, we don't, we don't, I mean, hey, better safe than sorry is basically what I can say. Now, when I talk about something being complex, part of that means it's kind of difficult. It's uncomfortable. You know, that becomes the complexity of, of some things. Now, I'm looking at some information and it says, what is complex emotional and about emotional complexity, which sounds very, very difficult. Now, when we start talking about this, and it talks about the affective experience can fluctuate and can be combined or fused, resulting in various phenomena labeled as being emotionally complex. Now, the concept as such, hierarchical organizations and systems, they have used evidence to show when we start talking about emotional complexity, complexity. And a lot of times, um, have you ever been in a relationship with someone, Michelle, and they find it very difficult to express how they feel? Um, I don't know. I'm the only person <laughs> I've really been with is Bill. <laughs> yeah, but Michelle, you've liked other people too and didn't know how to tell them that you liked them or may have wanted to date individuals and didn't know how to initiate it. And, you know, and that goes back to when we talk about love being a complex emotion because there's behaviors that could be affiliated with it, associated with strong feelings of affection, protectiveness, warmth, and respect for another person. And um, But by that same token, a lot of times individuals find it difficult to express how they feel or express 
the emotions that they may be experiencing at that time, which makes it kind of uh, difficult. And some people say, if you can say it, you can feel it. And that may not always be the case. Now, when we start talking about these things and these emotions, you know, I I am one. I am so I was so happy when these little emojis came out because when the emojis came out, it gave individuals words to be able to go hand in hand with with what they may be feeling. You know, like I said, I talked about the complex um, feeling emotions such as grief, regret. Did you know regret is another complex emotion, Michelle? No. Yeah. It's very complex because a lot of times individuals kind of struggle with regret. They struggle with the fact that they may have done something and later realize what they did, maybe what they said either wasn't appropriate or it shouldn't have been done. You know, a lot of times individuals may live a life of regret for a while, and they, they don't have to carry some of that pain but a lot of individuals do deal with regret, and it's a complex emotion, as well as jealousy is another one that is a complex emotion because some individuals make jealousy over love, and jealousy can either be I don't want you to have it or the fear of somebody might take what I have. So jealousy is also one of those things that can um, – people struggle with. Now, when we start talking about even just the complex, like I said, the grief, the regret, the jealousy, they are highly viable in appearance and its composition because these are things we can see. You know, we know when somebody is grieving. We know when someone is perhaps dealing with regret. We know when individuals are dealing with jealousy. But And we know also anger, but anger and sadness kind of goes into one of those basic emotions. But the thing is, Michelle, part of it is learning how to express yourself in a way that is appropriate and is also congruent with your behavior. Because you don't want to do something that may be either out of character or that can get you in trouble. Because, like I said, when I heard on the news today about the man shooting a homeless man, and I think he said either God bless you or he the man the homeless man said something, but it was not worth the homeless man losing his life over. It, it just was not that serious. And now, once the person gets caught, now that person is going to have to go to jail for what they've done. Now, I want to yeah. share some information with you. And those that are out there listening, because when we start talking about how do emotions even develop babies, it starts in childhood. Because even babies can start to feel basic emotions such as joy, anger, sadness, and fear. And later as kids begin to develop a sense of self as they experience more complex emotions like shyness, surprise, embarrassment, shame, guilt, pride, and empathy. But, Michelle, there's a lot of individuals that even struggle with empathy. And that's something that we're seeing today, even in politics, because we are being led to believe that 
Some of our politicians have no empathy. People wonder, do they really care for other people? Do they even have compassion for individuals? And you know, Michelle, I didn't even ask you about this, but this even leads to, we have an election coming up in almost 30, what, 31 days? No, less than 30 days. To where people are going to, we got to go on and vote. But do you know that individuals are having complex emotions even as it results to voting? Are you aware of that? No. Yeah, because individuals are receiving mixed messages. Some people are bringing up old stuff. They're slandering people's names. They're talking about people's personalities. You know, they're in, it's eliciting an emotional response in a lot of people based on how they feel. So some individuals are just saying, I'm not going to vote. And I would never tell anyone not to vote because if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And one of the things that I was learning just today by being at home is I'm watching not only the cable news, but I'm watching the, the news that's streaming on television. And sometimes you got to listen to things with, with a third ear because you cannot believe everything that you hear. But some of the things that we are hearing, I'm like, ooh, this is just not cool. Or, gosh, why? And you can tell by the strong conviction that individuals are having how they're feeling emotional about some things. Well, some of the things that's being put out there, Michelle, is just not true. Or it could be a little yeah. bit of truth, a whole lot of lies. And you have to draw your own conclusion. But I still will say, vote. Get out there and vote. If you have to vote either um, by mail or show up and vote. At first, I was going to vote by mail. But you know what? I'm going to let my face be seen. I'm going to wear my mask. I'm going to get my little butt up, and I'm going to go vote. Mm-hmm. What is your take on that, Michelle? What is your thoughts in regards to voting? What are, what are some of the things you've been hearing? Like as what? As far as voting. Voting? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to vote. I'm going to vote. What are some of the things that you've been hearing from some of the people that you – um, associate with not who to vote for. You don't have to tell me who you're voting for, but what is their emotional response as it relates to voting within itself? Because a lot of people are saying they don't trust the system. A lot of people are saying that they don't believe in voting. But there's not only just the yeah. presidential election in Oceanside. We got the mayor to to vote for mayor. We got these propositions out here. We got a whole lot of stuff going on. Yeah, I I agree. I don't I don't agree with. At all, really. Mhm. I I think they're. I think because when God said that this world is gonna be turning bad, that that's what it's gonna be. So that the more you vote, it doesn't matter because this is what God said. <laughs> but this is the thing: your vote does matter. And even when it talks about in the Bible and they talk about how we are leaders and that our government is, is supposed to be appointed by God, but a lot of times they they taking God out of so much stuff. So, again, that's what I said. we got to listen with our third ear. But if you want to make a difference, there's a lot of different things that we can do to make a difference, and one of them is voting. One of them is, you know, you can learn how to get involved with legislation, with 
writing bills, with, you know, there's a lot of different things you can do. You know, we talk about the child welfare, welfare system. We talk about things that are happening in divorce laws and courts. And so that's where voting makes a difference in regards to what the way we are positioning people and places in certain places. So we need to be mindful of that. And um, and make sure that even though we may think that the person is not the right or wrong person, but at least do your homework. That's all I'm saying. Like I said, I'm not going to tell anybody who to vote for, but I find it interesting when individuals say that they're not going to vote. And I, I'll ask why. You know, what are your thoughts? Just to hear what they have to say. And a lot of times individuals have been fed misinformation. Get your information. Yeah. Okay. And sometimes okay. individuals feel strongly about things that just don't make no sense. Now, I'm going to go well, off of Facebook. Yes. What were you going to say? I was trying to tell my mom to come here so I can get a glass of milk. <laughs> <laughs> your mother's going to tell you to get up and get your own milk. So, okay. So that's an emotional response, an emotional reaction. So, again, I see you guys on Facebook. I want to thank you for joining in on Facebook Live. But I'm going to log off of Facebook, so if you want to continue listening to the show, you can click on the link, or you can call in at 516-387-1914 if you have something you want to share, because I need the phone to read if anybody has any comments. So, or again, you can log on and join me on Zoom, as I'm also live on Zoom, so that I can upload it to YouTube at a later time, find out a way to do it. So, again, my name is Jeanette Abney. I want to thank you on Facebook that are listening to the show. I appreciate you. Bye-bye. Okay, Michelle, I had to log off Facebook because, one, the phone was getting kind of heavy, driving me nuts. So when we start talking about these things, and, you know, and I did want individuals to call in, but I do want to hear their thoughts. I want to hear what they have to say as it relates to emotions. Because a lot of times, like I said, people have this strong conviction about a lot of different things. And sometimes they may not know how to express their feelings appropriately. Now, we know when individuals are expressing their feelings inappropriately. We know that. Because that's when they start getting into trouble, when they start saying things that they should not um, say. Um, doing things that they should not do, and then a lot of times, then later on, here comes a, a, a consequence because consequences will uh, occur. Now, I'm looking at some information, and the information it talks about how to get better at expressing emotions, and this is coming from the um, the Atlantic and it's Atlantic Health. It says how to get better at expressing emotions. And a lot of times when we start talking about that, it kind of goes into emotional intelligence, or I, I would say emotional maturity. And there have been books written about this, but part of expressing emotions can be through writing, body language, talking with other people. That's where therapy comes in. And research are finding that unlatching case and letting those emotions burst by freely have some real health benefits. So part of doing the show, Michelle, is not just to talk about how complex emotions can be, but having an outlet to be able to express something, because if you hold on to stuff, Michelle, it can come back later and bite you in the butt. 
Are yes. you with that? Yes. Uh, yes, I am. Uh. Mhm. And not only that, Michelle, when you don't express your emotions appropriately, it can turn into something else. It's like I like looking at what's called the anger iceberg, and then up under the anger, because the anger is what we see, but up under there is a whole lot of other emotions like loneliness, fear, disgust. You know, it's so much other stuff that's going on that individuals are not even aware of it, and all they're looking at is just the anger. Now, when we start talking about expressing your emotions appropriately, emotional intelligence. Now, even though we start talking about intelligence, we start talking about people are ignorant or we see people doing things we, that we don't agree with, we call them names, and, and you know, and that, that doesn't make it right. But emotional intelligence is a skill, and some individuals are better at recognizing and communicating emotions than others. Now, they talk about among the five big personality traits, because we do have different personality traits. Several studies have found that individuals with high or that are extroverts tend to have a higher emotional expressiveness, while individuals with um, neuroticism tend to be less expressive. Now, like other skills, the ability to communicate feelings can be a strength through practice. Meaning, Michelle, what I'm seeing is you have to practice expressing yourself. I know I caught you off guard. I know you're not very verbal. I know you really don't like to talk. You like to listen. But I also know that you hold a lot of things in. And holding these things in, you have to find a release other than drugs, other than becoming depressed other than becoming, um, looking at things in a, a negative way to where you start feeling sorry for yourself. So one of the things that they start talking about, and not only with practicing your feelings, a big part is recognizing the emotion you're having. You have to learn, and not only you, and I'm saying you as I'm pointing the finger, individuals have to learn how to be in touch with their feelings and in touch with their emotions. Now, when we talk about being in touch with that, Michelle, how are you, because I know that sometimes you go back and forth, but how are you now at recognizing or being in touch with your emotions? Um, as to a couple of days ago, pretty bad. <laughs> pretty bad a couple of days ago, Michelle. Like I said, you go back and forth, back and forth. And a lot of times, Part of that is because individuals start feeling sorry for themselves. Um, they get in situations where they become embarrassed. They struggle sometimes with honesty. It could be a combination of a lot of different things. And sometimes, and like I'm talking about these complex emotions, is you don't want to bury your feelings. Because being in touch with your emotions can make you become a better person. And the one thing that I always admired about you was your honesty. No matter what, good, bad, or indifferent, even if you knew you was going to be in trouble with me, you would always do your best to be honest. What was that about, Michelle? The honesty part. Honesty part? Mm -hmm, Because you try your best to be honest. I need to be clean. I know that. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... 
like I said a couple of days ago, it wasn't too good. If uh, through the radio, maybe I can talk to you. Okay. But you know, my my mom was. Uh, I don't want to say it because I'm on the radio. No problem. But this is the thing, though, Michelle. Part of it is self-sabotaging behavior. Part of it is when things don't go a certain way, you slip into the old you. And you know that the old you is not going to get you nowhere. You know that. You know that if you keep doing the same thing, you're going to keep getting the same results. And part of it is you wonder why you're not dead yet. You wonder why. (laughs) You wonder, why am I still here? I've done this, 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 this. And of all the stuff that you've done, you're struggling with these things, and then it blows back up in your face. And part of it is, I'll never forget, there's a lady, my ex-mother-in-law, she used to tell me, let a person live. Because as long as you live it, as long as you live it, you go feel and you go deal with what you got to deal with. And that's one of the biggest issues that you have is you wonder why you still here. I think a lot of it, too, is because, like, the COVID and, and, and everything, not even just the, the not even the virus, is, it has nothing to do with the virus because I'm used to being at home. It's, um, I'm bored. Okay, and and then that makes me, another reason why I use is because I, I I'm lo- I'm like, I'm I'm just lonely, like, you know, mm-hmm. and I gotta get myself out of that because that's not what I want. And mm-hmm. yeah, but because you're bored and because you're lonely, Michelle. It doesn't, there's other things that you can do, and part of, as you know, with addiction is you have to substitute your behavior for something positive. Yeah. So what is it that you think that you can do positive so that you won't be bored? What can you do to not be bored? Let's talk about the past that. Couple, the past couple weeks I've been sleeping. Mm-hmm. Sleeping is not going to do nothing but lead you back into depression. That I am very highly aware of that. Uh, I I go through a lot of depression and yeah. So then, part of what can you do? Have you made any um, appointments with a psychiatrist, a psychologist, or someone to speak to about the depression that you are experiencing so that you will not self-medicate? I talked to my psychiatrist, but I only talk to her once a month. Okay. Now, there's also, you can call crisis hotline that you can call. You can address um, your mental health. So there's a lot of things that you can do to keep you busy. And I'm not saying busy go always keep you sober, but there are things that you can do to try to bring you joy to get you to the point to where you want to live. And you want to live a happy and productive life. So there are things you can do because it's going to take 
your participation too in regards to how you feel about yourself. Yeah. Because when we just start saying, well, I was just bored, I was just bored. You know, it took me a long time, you know, even as a working and doing groups with individuals that had drug and alcohol problems or issues, it took me a while before I realized that some people just got high because they wanted to be high. And boredom did play a part. So a lot of times individuals are really stuck on and looking at trauma and what happened to a person. And it's not always what happened to a person. Sometimes it's what people can also do to themselves. Yeah. People can do things to get out of being bored. Now, even when we start talking about, like I said, emotions, biological states associated with the nervous system, brought on by changes associated with thoughts, feelings, and behavior responses, and a degree of pleasure or displeasure. Now, there is no scientific consensus or definition. Emotions are often intertwined with mood, one's temperament, personality, disposition, and creativity and motivation. See, part of this, too, Michelle, is you've got to be motivated. Part of it is you're going to have to change the way you you view things, you know, because, like I said, I know and I've heard how you felt about your daughter. I hear your concerns as it relates to your daughter. But part of what's going on is you got to work on you, too, in order for you to even be able yeah. to help your daughter. Yeah. Your mood plays a role in it. Your temperament plays a role in it. Personality plays a role in it and being creative. So let's go back to the boredom. What are some of the things that you think you, that you can do in order to keep from being bored? Because I know me, I used to always say, even as a kid, I'm so bored. I have nothing to do. And my mother would say, go get a book. To this day, I do not like reading a book. But she would tell me, go get a book. So sometimes we have to keep ourselves entertained. I saw a writer over the weekend. Ryder was getting so bored, it was ridiculous, some of the things. He was playing a foot game when we were playing with each other's feet. Like, who do that? But he was trying to do things to keep himself entertained so that he wouldn't be bored. And then I was looking at all of the emotional responses he was having. He was going from laughing to crying to being silly to, you know, his emotions was just all over the place. So what are some of the things you can do to work on your boredom? Um, I start reading cause, so it'll help my brain in coloring. Start writing again. Okay. So you say reading, writing. Okay. What are some of the other things you think you can do to help you? Play games. Okay. Playing games. Okay. Now, yeah, the thinking games that you have, like Scrabble and stuff, it gets me thinking. Mhm. Okay. And, you know, and there are some games that you can play um, alone, and there are some games you can play with other individuals. Now, I want to say this, an emotional expression, and we're talking about emotions, 
and how we express them are behaviors that communicate an emotional state and attitude. They could be verbal and nonverbal, and they can occur with or without awareness. And it's interesting because sometimes we can be in an emotional state sometimes, Michelle, and other people can see it and notice it before we do. A lot of times individuals can look at us and kind of pick up how a person or they may engage in a conversation, an open-ended conversation of, so how are you today? Or is there anything that I can help you with? Or they can say, you know what, I, I understand you're going through some things. Would you like to talk about it? Because a lot of times, Michelle, people may not want to talk about it. They they don't. And you don't want to force a person to tell you how they're feeling. But by that same token, if you continue to stay in that that zone, like I said, it can lead to depression. It can lead to suicidal thoughts. It can lead to self-destructive behaviors. It can also lead to hurting someone else. So that's why it is so important that we address how we're feeling, what we're thinking, and how we're behaving. Any thoughts in regard to that? Yeah, suicidal. Okay. And I want to say, if a person is feeling suicidal, there are crisis hotlines, there is NAMI, there is, you can call 211 to get information or call someone, but always speak to someone when you are suicidal. Now, I want to share with the listeners some information, Michelle, and it talks about Emotional release, how to release some of these complex emotions. Find a way to express yourself, be it alone or with someone else. Allow yourself the ability to cry, to rant, to rave, or to curse people out. Sometimes, you know, I'm a different type of therapist. I'll get people in my office, and they get the cussing. I start laughing, you know, because sometimes people need to let that stuff go. Don't make yourself the target of your rant. Find someone else to blame, whether or not the person is, you know, really the villain or not. But even if you start blaming other people for how you feel, you got to remember you alone are responsible for your thoughts, your feelings, as well as your behavior. I heard it said, and um, I think it was saying with Charles Windows was for attitude. And he talks about in life, it is 10% of what a person do, 90% of how you react and respond to it. You also want to give yourself permission to express your feelings. Allow yourself the ability to express how you feel and don't censor yourself. You know, because we all get into that that thing where we, <laughs> you know, you know me, Michelle, but myself, I start listening to music, whether it's gospel music. Or whether it's rap music, whatever it is, just go let it out. I'm going to let it out. What about you, Michelle? What are some of the ways that you find it interesting to let some things go? Music. Music is my number one thing that I I do, you know? I I love music. Mm Mm-hmm. Music helps. Music, music helps. I can listen to music, and now 
I'll listen to um, scriptures. I'll listen to a lot of different things. Now, I want to share, I know we only have four minutes left on the show, and if individuals want to call late in the show, you can give us a call at 516-387-1914. And one of the things that they talk about, and this is this is coming from Exploring Your Mind, it talks about 11 steps to express your emotions. And this article was written in January 2016. And they indicate that many individuals find it difficult to express their emotions, and some individuals excessively express what they feel, and others don't share enough. But knowing how to express your emotions in an accurate and measured way can help one immensely in their personal life, their social life, and their professional life. So a lot of times, you know, a lot of individuals are working from home, Michelle, but even when they were going to work, they were still carrying some things, you know, carrying how they're feeling, carrying their fears, carrying their anger, and it was coming out and it comes out in a lot of different ways. Some employers offer EAP services. So if one of you or any of you out there that are listening to the show, if you are working and your employer offers EAP, which is Employee Assistance Program, that is something else you can take advantage of. It's free. It's confidential. Where they will connect you with a professional to help individuals deal with non-medical issues. Now, even though there are many theories and techniques that teach individuals how to either repress our controlled emotions and repressing them is not always good, but you may not want to let it out at that time. Now, it has been proven, though, that the approach is not always actually effective, but emotions and feelings are spontaneously and automatic and are meant to be felt and expressed. Now, some of the things that they talk about, Michelle, that I want to go over they share some ways of how to express your emotions in 11 steps. They say first, identify the emotion and feeling. You have to be able to identify it. Now, when something changes in your body from reacting to something either internal or something within your thoughts, you should ask yourself, what, what am I feeling? What physical symptoms am I experiencing? What is the cause and why is this happening now? Learn to recognize your feelings. Once you have detected your and your feelings, you have to analyze the sensation it creates within you. A lot of times, Michelle, what prompt me to do some of these shows is the anger, the concern, the love that I have for some of these topics. Pay attention to your body's reaction. Emotions are regulated by the lymphatic system and the nervous system, and are difficult to control when they first arrive. So when you start feeling some kind of way, pay more attention to how your response, you respond to a given situation. A lot of times when we respond, remember, there are consequences, negative or positive. But you may feel like the situation is what makes you nervous, but the root of the problem is your emotional response to the situation. Express your emotions correctly and proportionately, meaning once you fully grasp the previous step, you'll be able to express your emotions in a more controlled way and communicate with an experience with your body. Also, try to be honest about what you feel and what you do. Honesty, 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 and choose the best situation in which to express yourself. 
Use positive form of communication and use your body to help yourself express what you feel and visualize and localizing your emotion is essential. You are in charge of managing your own emotions and feelings without repressing them or hiding them. You are one can benefit when you either relieve or ease yourself, your mind, so that you can be understood. You know, Michelle, a lot of times what's happening with individuals is they feel so misunderstood. They feel that people don't care. And that is part of what makes or can make the emotions become more complex. And a lot of it, I would say, is is learned. You know, we we learn to fear things like the boogeyman. We learn to you know, we was taught what love or told what love was supposed to be, and we're finding out that things are different. So any comments, questions, concerns, Michelle, as we end the show today? Um, no. Okay. Um, it was a good topic. I mean. All right. Thank you very much, Michelle. I want to thank you for joining me here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Tomorrow, I want to be talking about. I want to talk about. Don't play with God. A lot of people are playing with God, and there are consequences for that. So we got to trust, um, be, and we better stop playing with God. So Michelle, yeah. if you want to listen to that show, we gonna talk about it. Don't okay. play with God. Until tomorrow, remember you got this. Bye bye. Bye bye. Now, this is Nikki. Hi, Nikki. This is Jeanette Abney. How are you doing? Hey, thanks for calling me back so quickly. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.